What is up, Low Voltage Nation? We have Fiber Ninja coming on the show today alongside with Steven Geddes of Guardian Systems. Let's get after it. We have Fiber Ninja. His name is John, and we have Steven Geddes on the show today. Fiber Ninja, he reached out to me, you guessed it, on Instagram. He DM'd me. He wanted to get on the episode, on, on, the, on the podcast, and here we are. So let's jump right in. Fiber Ninja, how did you get started? How did I get started? It's uh, I was originally in uh, a help desk, just a regular computer guy, and um, hung out with the network technicians. And gosh, this was um, this was at an Air Force base uh, out here in Southern California, Edwards Air Force Base. And um, I can still distinctly remember this uh, this fellow sitting me down and showing me how to um, um, terminate a Cat Five cable. And uh, showing me the the layout of uh, color code and how to put that in the tool. Oh my God! I could make my own network cable. And um, well, we wound up cabling an entire building. <laughs> and um, so so for about gosh ten years even, um, I did networking pretty much on the side. It, I did it as uh, well. I can do it, um, but. I, uh, I, I ran into a guy I knew who'd retired from Verizon and, um, he was, uh, he was a telephone guy, but I mean, from this, like cabling the central offices and, um, I, I had been a kind of a crossroads in my career. I was absolutely, uh, um, miserable where I was cause I was a de- desk job all day and, uh, doing CAD work and engineering stuff and, um, I just, I got to get out of my desk. I've got to get back on my feet, you know, back to doing what I, what I used to do. And, and I knew he'd retired and I said, um, you know, how do you do what you did, but you did, how do I do that? How do I get into that? And he said, well, um, I'm about to contract back to Verizon. You want to come with, and I'm like, come with, I, I don't know what you do. I don't have any experience. Like they won't, it won't matter. I'm like, it won't matter. Well, um, we meet with the first uh, uh, contracting company, and I'm again. I'm like, what if they ask me a question? Just don't worry about it. And I realized when I sat down, he was some rock star of um, the the fiber 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 networking community in Southern California. I guess he was solely responsible for implementing a lot of equipment back in the '80s. They didn't give a damn who was sitting next to him. <laughs> <laughs> They were just they were just happy to get this guy back, and uh, so I basically, you know, followed him around for the next four years. Uh, every single day, it was just the two of us, and I was a sponge to to what he knew, and it was an interesting um, experience because I was fairly familiar with Ethernet and and the IT side of of this of the world. And now I'm on the telephony side, which is everything that's, you know, once, you, once your broadband connection leaves your building. And what an amazingly different world that was. And I still remember sitting down at, you know, at a lunch with some of the guys that, uh, at Verizon and they're going, so Ethernet, um, wh- where, is your, where do you get your timing? And at the time I'm going, what's timing? Um, because they they work on Sonnet and, you know, massively different types of technology and Ethernet doesn't use anything called timing. Well, it does, but 
it's a it's a bit more buried um totally different worlds and luckily i got to basically be in both so i speak both languages um and then what started the youtube channel interestingly enough was they 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 would budget hours for jobs that were hilariously high so it would be a job that i could take i could get knocked out in six hours they budget 40 hours for it well i'm not gonna you know let those hours go what can i do while i'm here well i can <laughs> clean up this building clean up the fiber in here thing is you can't disconnect fiber at least not very often it's not going to be one line it's going to that one piece of fiber is 20,000 lines on it you know or something like that so i had to come up with ways to reroute and clean up the the cabling on fiber optic lines without ever unhooking anything and um, uh, that's that's where I started. Oh, this ought to be interesting. I'll put this on YouTube. And this was, hmm. I'd say, four or five years of the time I was on YouTube was just cleaning up central offices, fiber optic cabling. Um, and then that two-hour video came out. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's when things really exploded. But uh, yeah, by then I was I was more on more back to doing copper than than fiber but um it's still there and and i'm seeing a lot of, i'm seeing more and more of it but that's kind of um where i am i was with verizon for about uh five six years and then um uh, struck out on my own and um uh now i basically work for dispatchers and uh, managed managed service providers that um you know need a job done here or there and um go from there cool uh, john i i I'm, I'm sorry, Blake. Go ahead. No, uh, Stephen, you go ahead. Actually, go ahead. All right. Uh, it, something you have said, and it's staying true to form. I, I think I've seen uh, 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 Blake read kind of a disclaimer or the headliner for your YouTube channel, and then also for Low Voltage Nation. And you know, we we, we kind of want to help uh, people navigate and get into this industry. And something that you said at the beginning of your story is kind of a a common denominator that I'm seeing across uh, across the industry. I've been in since 1999. And mm -hmm. it's very similar to my story. I had, it was actually my cousin. Hey, man, you want a job? Uh, well, what am I doing? <laughs> I had no idea. Uh, um, the company he worked for just needed help. But this, this industry is, um, is so broad and can do so much with, so, with such a wide range of skill sets and education levels that it's, it's, you know, it's, it's the, the perfect bow-tech that keeps you relevant uh, you know, to a, a quite lucrative uh, career, if you know, it was a little bit of luck and a lot of hard work. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, you know, you, know you, you come in, you kind of find your niche, get good, be that sponge you had mentioned, mm -hmm. um, and and I'll just kind of, you know, we had a previous guest say, you know, raise your hand, be the guy that says, I'll go do that, um, and uh, you know, just take in everything you can. Uh, I didn't get my education, and I, I didn't get my last degree till last year. Uh, you know, and it's, uh, <laughs> you know. It, yeah, and I've been in for 20 years, so it's uh, it, it's it. I really like that perspective. I like hearing that story over and over. It's not necessarily a rags to riches, but it's a uh, it's a story that says, um, you know, come in and it, it's one of the few industries that's not gonna you know you don't have to come in with a bachelor's or a PhD or a master's or anything or a doctorate. You can come in, be willing to work, uh, and be a sponge and 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 you know, move your way up. It it is still available. It is still viable these days. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, that's, that's exactly 
That's exactly right. I I I noticed this even myself. Going, well, it's not like I you know decided I'm going to be a prison guard where they they have a academy you go to, and um, when you when you're finished, you you're I don't know given a certificate or something. There's mo, mo many careers where there's a place you go to learn, and then you go do the job, and there may be places like that for low voltage. But I don't see many of them. Right. Um, no, no, it's, it's an ever-growing, ever-changing, constantly evolving industry. Yes. That yes. It's just a it's perpetual education almost. Uh, mm -hmm. as, long, as long as you stay on top of it, you're, you, know, you're, you're, uh, you will stay relevant and stay employed. Yep. Yep. Uh, I think that's exactly right. Um, the, it was so funny, uh, something I, especially when um, I, I got big on YouTube um, because of all the commentary and it really made me think about, you know, guys would ask, well, um, when, when do your jobs need to be inspected? And I'm like, well, that's the problem. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wouldn't have a job if it wasn't for the fact that these jobs don't get inspected. Uh, I'm usually the one they call in to fix them. Right. Um, right. Uh, there, there's just so, I mean, it, it, it doesn't take much, but, uh, you know, decal on the side of your pickup truck to um to get to, to to say you can do it you know that's that's also the issue is is uh well how do i know what this guy can do and well you i mean he can be a bonded tech you know a bonded contractor and all but most of these guys aren't um right and it's part of why i went through i have we'd have to go through dispatchers because they'll require at least tech insurance or something like that um um, but man, it, it's, it is a, it feels like it's a, like the wild west, um, th this, this field, uh, just because it's, it's, there's, there isn't any regulation and I, I kind of like that too, but, um, <laughs> like uh, that's how I got in. I mean, you just kind of snuck me in. <laughs> John, yeah, you, you, that's a, that's a great point. John, you mentioned, uh, your, that YouTube video, the, the rehab one that kind of, you know, took your YouTube channel to the next level and you were, tell me more about what that video is all about. It was a two hour long video and it's got a ton yes. of views. Yes. Um, so there was a company, um, down in, in Los Angeles, a textile company. And, um, for about 10 years, they were operating under the principle of how little can we spend on our it infrastructure? And, um, to that end, I am no. There's no doubt they used kids out of high school, um, and and just the bottom of the barrel, lowest bidder, and beyond. Um, and it came to the it came to a head when the owner of the company realized that this it was just a huge disaster. So they called in an MSP to take over, a managed service provider, and I happened to you know, be a, a contractor that would work for them from time to time. So they, they basically took one look at their network room and said, we're not touching this until John fixes it. And so I took a look at it and I'm going, oh, well, okay. Um, you do realize like, I don't care. Just fix it. <laughs> well, this is going to be a, like, that's fine. Just do it. Okay. So I knew this was going to be something special. Um, it's not often I get to, you know, just fix it. Um, 
so I started recording from walking into the network room for the first time and going, oh, my God, <laughs> to, okay, I'm done. And it was, a, again, it was, it was like a three-month project. And um, there were, you know, discoveries halfway through, like, uh, oh, my God, there's a whole subfloor to this room. And they put patch panels down there. And um, yeah, all, all just all the things that would come with the project of all of a sudden I have to completely change what I'm doing. Had I known this from the beginning, I would have done this. Well, I'm not. I, I'm not there now. I'm halfway through. I've got to do the all the decisions I made, some of the tools I used, that sort of thing. I didn't think much of it. I I was shooting three to five minute clips at a time, mm-hmm. and when I was all done, I just sat down and edited it all together, and it was two hours. <laughs> Um, I'm like, I can't put this on YouTube. And, um, my, my, my wife at the time, she, she, uh, she turns to me and says, put it up. How many hours have you watched me watch people do nails? Yes. Okay. And so I, I uploaded it and, uh, yeah, within an hour of it going live, a two hour video, I was starting to get likes and, um, and then just things exploded from there. What was um, more interesting to me was the commentary that started coming through. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I started, re- like, I've heard these comments before. Like, um, bend radiuses on Ethernet cable and uh, using, you know, fiber, or using um, uh, Velcro over zip ties. And, and uh, well, most of these guys were from data centers. And I had spent years now not in a data center. I was, you know, networking a KFC, a, a fast food joint, or mm-hmm. a, a pizza kitchen. And they're not worried about bend radiuses and, uh, you know, making sure that uh, it, it, it does a, a network certification test. Uh, you know, nobody's doing that there. This is not a hospital. And, um, and yet... They, 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 so all the stuff, and I, and I started going, well, were they, are they right or wrong? And um, so, so being involved with the community has really made me question, it's, uh, question the industry. It's made me question, uh, well, am I doing the right thing um, by, by handling it this way? Maybe I should find out. And, and, and I've always kind of been like, well, what's the truth of the matter? So... Um, and actually, there's some some videos I'm I'm trying to put together that actually, you know, what, what is there value in network certification? Um, how much of a how badly can I mess up a cable and and still pass packets? <laughs> um, you know, can I can I mash it with a vice and because I've seen it happen? Um, and the fact of the matter is, even on my videos where I'm doing these complete rehabs of networks, they were all working when I showed up. Mm-hmm. It just looked like hell, and if you ever had to <laughs> troubleshoot it, you'd be there for hours trying to figure out what's right. going on. But it was working, and that's partly the magic of Ethernet. Um, but well, what, what, am I worthwhile to come up here and fix this or not? And I've got to justify my time, and so it's it's um it's it's been an interesting journey. I I and I love it for that. I love the fact that I still have to research. I still have to, um, I still question whether or not I'm doing a bad thing by pinching a bundle of cables with a zip tie. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I, I, geez, I've seen entire HVAC units, you know, giant 
you know, one ton slabs brought down on top of Ethernet cables and they work just fine. <laughs> it's not recommended. Yeah. That, that's a, yeah, that's uh I mean, it's, you, that, that's, uh, that's something that I'm, I'm kind of stumbling here trying, trying to get the right word out, but it's, there's that, you're kind of going, it's the should and could, you know, should mm-hmm. I do it this way? You know, and then could I do it this way? And, um, at least from our industry and from the company that, that, that you know, employs uh, Blake and myself, um, it's always relative to the client. Um, and then that client may have uh, certain uh, contracts and certification requirements right. for their, uh, you know, for, for what they're doing, you know, whether it's, you know, like say for a hospital in the medical industry or for a financial area, you know, for, for their insurance to be covered for this, that, you know, it must meet this particular standard, a pixie standard or whatever standard it might be. Uh, and that, that way they'll turn around and, and get their insurance. But, but like mm-hmm. you say, I, I know I have, I know Blake has, we have together on a handful of uh, smaller projects walk in and like, that's a mess, mm-hmm. but it's working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, so do we just shut the door and walk away whistling or do we, do we go in there and, uh, you know, what, what do we do here? Uh, right. and it's, it, it's, it's, uh, with no certifications and no inspections, it is kind of the wild, wild west. Uh, basically you, you, you build the value in what you're doing and why does fiber ninja have such a good reputation? Well, here's why. And, and, you know, if it, you know, yes, this previous, you know, you could do before and after picture. Yeah. The before worked, but look at the after, mm-hmm. if aesthetic's not important to you, what about the time you spend and the hours you spend whenever you get to call someone to troubleshoot it? You know, exactly. If I come in, you know, if I come in and got to dig through a mess, you know, there's three, four, five extra hours, uh, you know, some ungodly rate to find something and, 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 and then possibly inadvertently tear something else up trying to find that. Or if it's, you know, Hey, I, I know that goes right to here. Here's this port. Here's this, right. And we're going to pull it out. Oh, look, this port's dead on the switch. Okay. Now we know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's, you know, you're talking half hours worth of labor versus five hours of labor or more. Yeah. That's been probably the, the, the best way I've sold the, the work I do. Um, but uh, again, it's it's um, like you say, it's the needs of the client. Um, you know, I, I've been specifically in industry where nothing is certified. Um, you you the, you would get laughed out of their office um, trying to explain how much it's going to cost to certify your network, and yeah. especially be, especially because it's already running. Um, you know, so what 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 are, what was this doing for me? Um, and, and in fact, that's I, I that's why I'm trying to uh, put together an episode where I I explain what that does and if it does anything or not. Maybe it doesn't. Um, and it's the same one where I plan on arc welding next to it and you know doing everything I can to mess up <laughs> the signal <laughs> and uh, uh, you know run it run it parallel to an AC line and um, you know all the things that oh you can't do that for that long. Well, I'm going to do it to the extreme. And, and, and see what it does, really. Um, because then I have to explain to the customer, well, like, well you're going to have dropped packets. Well, they don't know what that means. <laughs> and in reality, most of the guys who say that don't know what it means. And, and the, yeah, you can have, you, dude, you have dropped packets all the time. That's what Ethernet is so awesome for. Um, so, well, am I still going to be able to stream Netflix? Well, yeah, yeah, you will. Then well, what's the problem? <laughs> Okay, yeah, you're Priority. right. Priority. <laughs> well, uh, that's something. Now, you said something uh, 
two times now. Ethernet is so awesome, and 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 I, you know, and Blake, if you were going to get to this later, and you know, I'll I'll, uh, I'll hold off. But no, go ahead. I wanted to pick your brain. I want to mm-hmm. pick your brain on fiber versus Ethernet. Um, sure. I, it, it, we're only coming in. Uh, we've we've largely been Cat five, Cat six based. Everything we do from you know surveillance. Uh, you know, camera systems, access control, networking, uh, it, it, all the little things that we have our hands in, um, we really don't run across using fiber that often. Now, what we do from time to time, um, but it's, it's just not that often. Most of the stuff we've done, uh, uh, an Ethernet backbone or a copper backbone has been sufficient, uh, but fiber is making the big push. Um, we, you know, Aside from the, the obvious, ahead, ahead. copper, yeah, copper and, 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 and fiber, you know, one's a little bit has some strengths in as far as being distance and speed. Uh, then you got some, you know, Ethernet being like you had mentioned a couple times how tough it is, and you can really beat it up, and it can still work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what? Uh, you know, are there specific applications where one is better than the other? Are they still pretty synonymous? Do you see something in the industry that's going to push Ethernet in the next five to ten years to where it is now second best? Yes, yes. Um, so the the trend is always higher, you know, throughput. And okay, well, we're at Cat five e, and that can do gigabit, and and pretty pretty much anybody today, in, at least in the United States, is putting in Cat six. Um, which can kind of do 10 gig, kind of. Um, well, it's only going to go up. Um, and especially because uh, as a field tech, I did a lot of circuit extensions uh, where someone is going to bring in a broadband feed, like a DSL line or, or even bonded DSL, where it's, in, you know, like five DSL lines to make a fast one, D- one uh, you know, broadband line. And we're making use of existing cabling. And, and in some cases, that's, well, then we're, you know, picking up abandoned phone lines in the building and running them that way. And so we're making use of just what happens to be lying around. Um, well, that only goes so far. Um, classic example of this is um, shopping malls. Um, you have the DMARC or your MPO, your, your main point of entry and, and uh and all that is is uh, you know fine for a you know a small store, but when when your impo is fifteen hundred feet from the the suite that the the business is in, um, it's a problem because, well, your DSL line is only is based on distance and and they certify it right to the impo. Well, once you do the circuit extension, it is not going to work anymore. Um, well. What a lot of malls are doing right now to to fix this problem is they're putting fiber in um, all over the place because the distances are so far that just standard copper isn't going to do it. Um, and this is a this is going. I've I've been seeing this uh, at least in Southern California all over the place. Malls are being retrofitted with uh, fiber to go from these, these uh, the various uh, store suites to their impos because they're so far away. In some cases, it's miles uh, between, between the storefronts cabling and the impo. Um, the other thing, though, is the cost of cabling. So, I mean, you go beyond Cat 6, and it gets crazy. 
Um, you know, I had had people telling me things like in, in, in some European countries, you cannot install anything less than Cat 7, which is, you know, I think individually shielded pairs. And yeah. which to me is, it is absolutely insane because it, it, uh, <clears throat> I don't, I, and this is, um, part of another, uh, episode that's coming that I'm trying to, um, demonstrate is this is worthless, useless stuff to do. If, if you need individual shielding on, on, uh, on each pair of an ethernet cable, just go to fiber. Sure. If you, if your bandwidth demands are so high that you've got to use this absolutely insanely expensive comparatively to everything else, this ex expensive cable, just use fiber. Um, What's your magic it, threshold? I would say when you have to hit Cat Seven. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay, when, okay, that makes sense. When uh, when you have to, um, you know, well, I can buy a you know a thousand foot spool for what fifty bucks, you know, of Cat Five V. Um, well, that's not fifty bucks for a thousand foot of Cat Seven. Um, and, and fiber is practically, uh, I mean, and you're not going to get, uh, people stealing it for the copper, uh, when it's fiber, um, the actual cable for fiber is just, it's, if you thought cat 5e was the cheap cable, fiber is even cheaper. It's mm. just sand in reality. It's just, yeah. it's just sand. Um, nobody, this wasn't a precious ore that someone had to, you know, mine and, and refine and all this. It's just melted glass with a nicely made cladding. Um, so it, that would be my threshold. And that's why I just don't see copper surviving in an industry past cat six. Um, but yeah, it, and it, there are, there are disadvantages and you, you can't beat it up nearly as well as you could copper. Um, yeah, you don't, you can't mash it on the ground. Um, you can't, uh, make it sharp turns there. That's where bend radiuses are important. Um, but most of this has been, uh, worked out even, and I haven't even played with some of this stuff because some of the new tough cables and things like that are, they do things with fiber. I can't even imagine, you know, tying it in knots and I don't know, <laughs> calling it bad names. Um, but yeah, I, and, and it, fiber isn't nearly as difficult to work with, I think, as, as um, it's made out to be. The, the one thing you can't do with fiber that you do with copper is terminate in the field very easily. Mm -hmm. um, we've, I've been used to that because basically you just order everything long. Every cable you have is just a little too long. And so fiber is all about slack management and uh, the proper handling of all that slack. But beyond that, it's it's pretty easy. Interesting. Instead of terminating the field, just and we've we've dabbled in both. Tried to terminate in the field and uh, just buy pre-terminated. Mm -hmm. Order everything twenty five percent long and uh, yeah. have a good service loop. Yep, exactly, exactly. Uh, and that's so I, uh, probably why I got good at um, managing cables in general was dealing having to deal with fiber first. So everything was always long, and and you had to you know, find a way to neatly, you know, uh, stow a bunch of slack. And, uh, you know, so like, well, you stow it horizontally. Well, okay. Fiber is typically carried in troughs in central offices. And, um, so, well, I would just, you just spool it up in the horizontal trough mm -hmm. and you're fine. 
John, what uh, you, you mentioned that you're reckless. That's your superpower. <laughs> what, do you, okay. what do you mean by uh, reckless? <laughs> um, so I have not always worked on my own. Um, you know, I would, especially when I was getting into working with dispatchers, they wanted to make sure I knew what I was doing. So I, I would basically, you know, follow, you know, follow someone else around. I specifically remember, um, they were going to go, we were going to just do a job survey and we got to this network room and, and the guy I was working with, uh, took a peek in the room. He didn't walk in, just took a peek through the doorway and, and I'm starting to walk in and he puts his arm out and stops me. Like, no, 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 don't don't go in there. Like what? My, our insurance isn't high enough. Huh? No, no, no. You don't, you don't know what you're walking into here. Look at this. And he starts pointing out, you know, there's cables all over the floor. It's like a bomb went off at Radio Shack, you know. Um, and, and he's like, we, we, you don't know what you're going to walk into. And um, the moment you, you step on something, we own it. And he's right. Mm. He's absolutely right. And it's happened to me. Um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a famous tourist trap out here called Charlie Brown's. And um, I was called in to, to look into upgrading their broadband. I logged into their router. And it crashed. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Whoops. On a Friday now night. You own it. On a Friday night. <laughs> on a Friday night. How was that weekend? <laughs> oh, I didn't sleep that weekend. Yeah. AT&T had to come out. I mean, it was what it was. It was like a you know antique router. It was just on the verge of dying, and I happened to be the technician there at the time. Luckily, the owner knew he knew a little bit about things and knew, you know, I didn't come in there and destroy his network. But, um, oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) So I I knew he was right. This technician that was, you know, put his arm out to stop me. Um, But I wanted to fix it anyways. I I, uh, and and what what has become my superpower is I I don't mind taking on the risk. Um, and that is and some sometimes really bit me in the butt, mm-hmm. uh, but but it is kind of it's what I do. And the messier that room is, the more excited I get. <laughs> Truthfully, um, I because I can't I can't imagine how awesome it's going to look when it's finished. Right. There's a there's, uh, there's, spirit. there's no shortage <laughs> <Right on. laughs> no shortage of uh, messy data closets around this area. Holy man. cow! I, no, I, I oh, it's do that insane. for the rest of my life. Yeah, I've seen like these uh, these curtains of cables where you don't know what <laughs> yes. anything is. I've seen some really gnarly stuff around this area, and uh, man, they, I don't even know how they operate. I mean, these are big facilities, yeah. to multi floor, big factory. I mean, it's just it's insane. <laughs> and I go in but, there, I'm like, know, and and I'm tasked with logging into the router or the switch or doing some cable management i'm like man i don't want to touch any of this because exactly I, I don't want to be there over the weekend because i crashed the router like you did <laughs> mm-hmm. how many times have we had that conversation blake <laughs> we have it a lot steven and i know we have different schools of thought on the subject but you know uh, well that, that's it we do and I, I i definitely listen and value but i i i do tend to be a lot like john and it has bit me so i have to admit that but i exactly. look at him like heck yeah give me in there yeah and then uh but I shouldn't because I have also <laughs> messed some things up. Yeah, trust me. I know. You know, it's because I'm a, I'm self-employed. Okay, so that's the only reason I get to do this. Because if I had one other person, now mind you, I have a business partner right now, but it's it's um we're it's more of a broad broad you know 
business work than than just the details of of my day-to-day job mm-hmm. um if i had somebody in there with me going you know are, are you sure you should do this <laughs> i don't think you should do this man you don't you don't know and he's right <laughs> he's absolutely right um man the uh the i did a job in florida last summer they i was um a whole, a whole chain of hotels um brought me in they had basically fired their it manager um after i came over um they had been bad mouthing this guy for about a year and i'm like look i don't want to judge i don't know the guy i'm, I'm not going to bad mouth somebody i've never met and i haven't seen his work uh two two days of touring hotels this guy needs to go <laughs> um every minute he's here he's costing you money um one of their network rooms no one would walk into <laughs> no one so they needed their cable upgraded they needed um their uh, their cable internet changed out they needed all this stuff done and no one would go in the room <laughs> time warner wouldn't walk in they're like hell no <laughs> exactly you realize how many cables we have to climb over to get to our equipment now um so it was it was very it was vital that i did the work but man right. i brought that hotel down probably five times yeah that's it only five huh <laughs> well and i'm and i'm doing this also i'm doing this in the overnight right except it's a hotel so right they're using the internet overnight 24 uh, exactly um, yeah that, so yeah it's been, I, been rough yeah that kind of brings me uh, into a next question about your you had mentioned that you're self-employed so and you have a partner so what is your what does your day-to-day look like uh, as a self-employed person just um, out there doing your thing every day is a monday <laughs> good or bad <laughs> i love mondays <laughs> it's good to be consistent i guess um uh <laughs> i don't have that's it I, I believe me i gravitated towards this no doubt i'm a total night owl um i get happy when the sun goes down um I get happier if I realize I don't know where the sun is <laughs> because I haven't been outside. Um, and I like the fact that I don't have a typical day. I just don't. Um, I don't have a typical job. There's Every job has always been involved a mystery to solve. Um, if it's mainly, where's the empo? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, to, uh, you know, why is this happening? I have nothing... That is routine. I love that. Um, there are plenty out there who wouldn't. Um, but I'm happy in the chaos. Speaking of uh, of chaos, uh, there's a YouTube video. I think it's called the the worst job you ever had. And that yes. Kind of, t- tell me tell me more about uh, that job and what went wrong. <laughs> so, I'm a I'm a networking guy and I'm a telephony guy. And, and typically you don't get that in one package. Um, and so there was a managed service provider who was supporting basically, uh, an old lady in her house and, um, going through health problems and, you know, it wasn't ambulatory. Um, so as they, they, they had a, uh, uh, wrought iron, you know, fence around her property and a gate where you would come in and push a button and talked through to her through an intercom that would go through the phone lines. So she'd get a call on her landline and talk to who was ever at the gate and decide whether to let him in or not. And it stopped working. And they're going, well, it runs through the phone lines. So John, he's a phone guy. He should be able to figure this out. I'm going, yeah, but I've never dealt with this. 
Um, I mean, I've, I think I know what I'm doing, but that's probably a false sense of security, but okay. I, I ran over there and took a look at the system and I just, it was infuriating. Um, I, it was, it was just infuriating because it was felt like they took advantage of this poor old lady. Um, I mean, everything from indoor rated ethernet cable zip tied to the chain link to the, to the wrought iron gate out in the open. So, you know, the UV light is absolutely rotting this cable away. Um, practically using bubble gum for wire nuts. Um, Nothing was outdoor rated, so it was full of bugs and and uh, corrosion, and it, it, was, it was amazing it worked at all past the first three months. I said, I'm not fixing this. Um, it's not fixable. I, you need a whole new system. But don't worry, it'll be great. You can get a ring doorbell now, so now you can get it on your cell phone instead of your landline, and you can look at them instead of talking to them, and, and we'll put in a, a home automation system so that uh, you can you know, carry a little clicker to open the gate now, it'll be great. And so we ordered a bunch of hardware and I get there the first day and, and the, the gate, which looked like your, your regular, you know, security door in a house was not, it was some custom welded piece of junk that barely fit the, 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 um, the locking bolt that was there would not fit a standard door. It didn't have a standard door pocket mm -hmm. that you would typically put locking in. So, well, I've watched a lot of guys weld on YouTube. I haven't welded since college, but um, I guess I'll go buy a welder and start welding. And, and it was one, there was not one aspect of this job from then <laughs> to the next three months, again, three months, um, that wasn't a problem. Um, like you get an outdoor rated uh, door system. Well, it's not really outdoor rated. Half of it is outdoor rated because it expects the other half to be inside your house. But on this gate, both sides are outside. And, and now you don't get door knobs, they're door levers. So you could just reach through the gate and <laughs> push on the lever and open the damn door. So why, how secure is this? And well, okay. So now I'm welding guards and wire mesh so they can't do this. And, you had old, the the whole area neighborhood would come by with like their canes and try to open the door to see if they could bypass the security and first time using home automation so the the uh, the z-wave system wasn't making it all the way and we we're using repeaters we're finding out that the ring doorbell uh wi-fi latches on to the the first access point it sees and won't let it go even if it's really far away so you want it on its dedicated on a dedicated channel on its own independent system and like Everything was everything went wrong, mm -hmm. and it was um, it was one of these moments when I, I went back and you know did it did that episode and I talked about everything, and I was like, what do I take away from this, you know? And it's it's been basically that, uh, yeah, all those old guys telling me, hey man, you don't know what you're about to walk into. We're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, should you fix this? Or should you not, you know, maybe you're not a career welder. Um, side note, I've been watching a guy build a boat in Oklahoma on YouTube. Um, he didn't know squat about anything to do this. And YouTube taught him. And I watched, I've been watching this guy for like two years. Weld went a long way. <laughs>
I, like, why am I watching this guy? And, uh, oh, I know why now. Um, I was a licensed airplane mechanic, airplane, airframe and power plant mechanic. So, I mean, I had to do some welding. I had to, you know, be, be at least cognizant of it. And, um, but that was 30 years ago. Right. So what, what is uh, the, what is the takeaway for that? Just don't the, get in over your head or <laughs> I am definitely, and I'll flat out admit I'm overconfident. <laughs> um, it's, it's gotten me in a lot of doors I never would have before, but it's also, it's like, you know, as you guys have said, it's, it can really bite you. Yeah. And, yeah. um, and, and bite away it has, um, I, I did not get rich on that three month long job. Right. I did sleep a lot of nights uh, in her garage um, <laughs> to, you know, finish up. Um, so it, did, it didn't enrich me my, my monetarily. I'm proud of what I did. But um, the fact is, it's given me a lot more pause whether or not to even do a job. But most of the time it's, do I repair this or do I replace it? And... Um, more times than not now, it's been replace it. Replace it or hire somebody else. That's what I would do. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, uh, this is where Blake and I, we, uh, we don't butt heads, but we banter back and forth all day. I sat and listened to that story, and I got excited because <laughs> I, I, you know, I think this is relative to perspective is that you know, the takeaways were, I guess, the relative to perspective. You didn't get rich, so monetarily, that was a bad takeaway. But, you know, you, you had mentioned how much you learned, how much you, how many, uh, how many, how many tools and, and arrows you added to your quiver, tools you added Absolutely. to your belt, things that you can do now in the future. So the next time you run across this old lady's gate or something similar, it won't take you three months and it will be profitable. And you now have expanded your, your available uh, repertoire of what you can offer to the public as being self-employed. Exactly. Um, and this is, this is the, this is the problem, you know, because, uh, and, and I will also readily admit it was fun. Oh yeah. It was fun. And, and that was partly like, well, I haven't needed to weld. I'm so macho right now, <laughs> you know, uh, but I've, I've never needed to deal with home automation. So I had to, I had to learn that stuff in, in the process and then solve the problems, uh, that, that came with it. Uh, so you're absolutely right. It it it, um, it opened my it expanded my horizons. It added more tools to to what I could do. Um, but you know, it also bit me. You know, and and it's this is the this is the tough decision that, especially being self-employed, I have to make. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't I have a solution, but I'll tell you what it will. It has given me a lot of pause. Um, but yeah, that was I, I am like I said I am proud of what I did. I get, I, get the, I get the commentary on YouTube if I could still climb over that fence. I'm like, dude, it's just, <laughs> just calm down. It's bro. not a prison. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You didn't put Constantine wire or razor wire? Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, she has three tiny little fluffy guard dogs. Uh, they'll probably annoy <laughs> you to death. Um, <laughs> it's all about balance. Funny. John, what are, your, uh, what are your goals, man? What, uh, what you got going on for the next five days, five months, five years? So um, I'm just trying to survive at the moment. Uh, um, I'm actually, uh, people are probably wondering where I have been on YouTube because I'm, I'm in the process of moving uh, for probably the fifth time um, this year. Uh, 
prefer hopefully to a a uh, the last time um, um, a movie. And so I haven't done a lot of YouTube videos. I haven't. I don't think I've uploaded in four months. It's mm, a long time on my channel. Man. It's it's killing me. And and I've like, I'm still I'm accumulating content. Um, I've I've been recording or I've been editing a very long video that's um, about the moves and uh, about my my um, um, my home computer systems and and it, what I built and why it's this way and mm -hmm. how it helps with moving. But it doesn't help when I'm trying to get stable just to to get back to doing YouTube. Um, so my my immediate goals are just get settled and get back to pumping out the videos um was it five months was the next one yep five months yeah, five yeah. years yeah um definitely the 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 new content that i'm i'm gonna be putting out on my channel is what's what's coming next in five months uh, or in, in within that that frame of, of uh, reference um which is um networking fundamentals mm -hmm. i was i was i've been given i've gotten a lot of feedback about why don't you do some courses on things and I, th I, th I thought well why they're already out there i mean i learned a lot on youtube myself uh about networking in fact it was darn downright humbling some of that stuff i saw and um then i went back and watched it and it sucks <laughs> it's really bad um it takes forever to get to the 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 meat of the content mm -hmm. um and you're sifting through and i'm guilty of that too uh, you know, sifting through a lot of chaff to get to the wheat, um, so to speak, and and at the same time, there's there's fundamental stuff in this technology and in this field that many many people who've been in it forever have no clue about. Mm -hmm. um, my my favorite example of this is the Sidekick, which is a tool used by telephony guys, and um, it's it's basically to test noise on a line. And um, I remember being shown how to use one of these. And, uh, okay, you put the meter to this and you, you know, put it on this setting. And if you get this kind of a reading, this is what it means. Why does it mean that? What is it doing? I don't know. <laughs> huh? It, okay, now I'm getting a reading in DB. Is it like audio? I mean, what is it doing? Well, when you when you when your meter is at this position, and you see it do that, this is what it means. And I, but why? How does it do that? And very few knew. Um, and actually, how it works is is freaking amazing. And and what and how the, how that that even how that tool even arrived in the toolbox of a, a telephony technician, because they were using ohm meters. And these, there were old timers who could pull out an ohm meter, and we're talking a completely analog the tool. And by the way that the the needle bounced, they could tell you how long the cable was, hmm. wow, and where the fault was, wow, with an ohm meter. <laughs> and it's that sort of thing that makes that that is fascinating to me. Um, but nobody knows. I started going, okay, um, if I have headphones. It takes two wires to send an audio signal, right? I'm like, yeah. You can get two audio signals with three wires because you use a common ground. You can get away with that, right? Yeah. Well, how come on a phone line, I'm getting full duplex. I can talk. He can talk. And it's two wires. Hmm. 
How does that work? How am I getting full duplex on two wires? And I ran all around Verizon trying to get an answer to that question. <laughs> and nobody knew. Nobody knew. <laughs> I had to wow. pull up a old um, telephony fundamentals or, you know, communications theories or something book to find this thing called a hybrid transformer. And, and the hybrid transformer is amazing. It's magical. It was, uh, they, they were, it was how they were able to squeeze multiple lines out of a single pair of wire. And during wartime, when running a wire could mean life or death, if you could extract another line out of that same pair, why not? The hybrid transformer made DSL possible. The hybrid transformer is how gigabit works over Ethernet, over fast Ethernet. You know, when, you, when they made a jump from 100 megabit to a gigabit uh, Ethernet cable, they used every, every pair is on a hybrid transformer. And that's awesome. And nobody knows. <laughs> um, you get guys like, should we shield this Ethernet cable? I mean, there's going to be a lot of radio noise around here. Like, no, 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 it's a balanced cable. It's, it's twisted. That's what the twist is for, you know, all that stuff. And no. Like, you don't need to shield an Ethernet cable. Why? Like, because it's balanced. And, and well, what does that mean? And so there's these principles of why Ethernet is the number one cable used. And very few people know what those reasons are. And they're what makes me so amazed and, and, and excited about this technology. So that's the kind of stuff I want to, you know, teach on my channel. Cool. Five, uh, five years. What you got? You said you got, you're going to be doing some fiber ninja Academy. Yes. Yes. That's where, and that's where my business partner has been, um, inspiring, you know, me to like make this not just a one man show. Um, but you know, a, a whole Academy, a fiber ninja Academy where, um, basically it's just to feed my ego. Um, no, <laughs> Um, well, those things got to eat too, man. Exactly, uh, but no, just to to be a, a bigger entity, a big a bigger, um, you know, like a like a Linus Torvalds or not Linus Torvalds, uh, uh, was it Linus Tech? His uh, his YouTube channel is like a a whole industry. Is that it sort Linus of thing, basically Tor to, Linus to be Torvalds is the Linux guy. Yeah, he's the guy who did <laughs> Linux. I'm thinking of. Um, um, uh, Linus Tech Tips, I think, okay. or something like oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know you're talking about. Yeah, he's huge, huge. Yeah. Um, we we were almost gonna fly out there uh, and um, redo his network room. Hmm. And he did a whole. He actually did a whole episode where they redid his network room, and it was hilarious. <laughs> um, because of the same sort of stuff, you know, daisy chains of outlet strips. Uh, you know, powering all their <laughs> super critical data. Uh, you know, file servers. Um, just, you know, the classic stuff that you see in any organically evolved network room. Mm -hmm. My favorite thing to not see in a network room is a trash can. <laughs> favorite thing to not see in a network is a trash can. <laughs> Why is that? There is no, <laughs> no one puts a trash can in a network room. And okay, I get it. You know, the janitor's not walking in there on a regular basis. But most field techs don't bring something to put their trash in. <laughs> right. Right? So it's like, well, there's already a few pieces of, you know, wire on the floor. They won't mind a pack of cigarettes. They won't oh. mind uh, you know, 
bag from a you know breakfast from McDonald's. Yeah, I, no, it's I, worse. I, it's <laughs> worse when it's um uh, uh, cable vaults, right? Underground, you know. I did a uh, Instagram video and it was just me sweeping up a data closet and putting it in the trash. And that was. Just, I think I saw that one. <laughs> did you see that one? It was like the job's I, I was not like, yes, complete yes. until you clean up. <laughs> and there was a trash can in there. I don't know if I put it in there, but there was definitely a trash can in that data closet. <laughs> I did one room where there was a ginormous trash can in there. <laughs> and the place was filthy. Oh, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, there's a broom and dustpan right there. <laughs> what's uh what's your everyday carry what do you absolutely have to have to get the job done leatherman wave mm-hmm. oh yeah absolutely i wear that sucker to church <laughs> um yeah i i even got a um there's a guy on, on ebay who um hand makes leather pouches um specifically for those tools nice and um oh yeah it's it's I, I can't mm. remember how I can't re- possibly remember how many times I just went to check something out or you know didn't bring the right tool mm-hmm. and that Leatherman got me through. My my favorite example of this was uh, I was doing a point to point wireless connection um, about a mile away, the, or the distance between the two, and um, I had put up a a. Um, uh, yeah, I think it was an EMT, a, poll, a post with a EMT, and um, didn't realize that the end that was threaded, which I was going to put a cap on, had been beat to hell. And uh, I just, I basically just hopped up the ladder with the cap mm-hmm. uh, to screw on. And I'd, I brought nothing with me. So I figured I was going to be up there for five minutes. And the file on the Leatherman Wave was good enough to... Re, re recondition <laughs> nice. the threads on that pipe right to to put the cap on it was just good enough. i don't think i even had a file in my toolbox so that tool was uh, uh and has been many times saved my butt it's a great tool uh nashville airport tsa has my last leatherman so uh, don't try oh, to no. don't, don't try to get to the airport with it. Yes, <laughs> you might be able to bring it to church, but uh, TSA will yeah, nab well, that every time. <laughs> TSA is not at my yeah. church, but that's just a testament to how effective the Leatherman is. You can't take that on a plane. You might be able to take the plane down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, what, or at least disassemble yeah. it. What kind of antennas yeah. were you uh, were you installing? Oh, uh, um, uh, ubiquity. Of course, everybody of course. uses ubiquity. <laughs> I love that stuff. <laughs> this was this was funny. Um, so so, oh, my microphone stand's falling over. There we go. Um, so there was a a, a franchise of uh, storage units, storage uh, rentals in um in a city out here. Um, their most successful spot um also had the worst broadband connections i had actually been sent there to check out their problems um just as a field dispatch and as soon as i walk in i'm like oh yeah okay because it was a t1 some jerkwad had sold them a t1 and said yeah your three windows 10 machines and um your voip phone system and the guy's apartment who stays there you know overnight and his his broadband needs totally could be covered by a t1 yeah, no, man. One wave of Windows updates and this thing's going down. <laughs> and your phones are running on it too. 
uh, no, this is not, they, they sold you the wrong product. And um, so what I find out is that the business to the right and the left of this one is on, you know, cable internet, all you can eat, you know, great. Okay. Well, Hey, Time Warner, can I get, um, you know, can you, can we get some internet? Like, yeah, sure. Just be 20 grand. That's all. Just 20 grand. Huh? <laughs> You're swinging a line from the pole even. This isn't even underground. Right. <laughs> Come on, man. 20 grand? Yeah, that's a, that's a you know, what you do for you. Well, they had an office 0.8 miles away as the crow flies with that product already, you know, so I've, uh, of a nice big fat pipe of internet. Um, so I'm like, well, for five grand, I can hook you up to where you'll never pay for cable again. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and that's exactly what we did. And that, that was my first time doing that. Um, having a background in civil engineering was fun. Um, doing a lot of like profile analysis of the line of sight, um, you know, to be, make sure I had no obstructions. Mm -hmm. And then I did a test of the equipment. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. I, I set it up in my driveway and I, dro I drove a mile away and kind of pointed it in a general direction. Uh, I knew I was 50 feet higher in elevation, um, which is, which equals about a one degree change in, in you know, from, from level. I didn't measure any of that. I just pointed in the general direction <laughs> down right. the street. Right. There were trees in the way. There were cars, <laughs> there were people. I was getting 150 megabits. That's crazy. God. And these are, you're talking about ubiquities, right? Yeah. 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 Um, I, f I forget the, um, the particular, this was their, their um, point to point that uses like a, what looks like a little, you know, satellite uh, dish. Mm -hmm. um, it's one of the air maxes, I think. It, what's that? One of the air maxes, I think it is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think okay. so. It was, it's for the range of uh, <clears throat> about five kilometers. Yeah. Um, around there. Um, I think this would go up to 20 kilometers, but um, no, 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 that was another product. Um, I mean, I tested it point to point in my garage, but to actually drive a mile away yeah. and just connect without, I mean, I expected I was going to be climbing up this tower I'm erecting um, with my laptop, <laughs> yeah. you know, fine tuning this thing to where right. I could finally, you know, it's a mile away. It's going to be. Yeah, I've got to be making it very precise. No, just get in the general direction. General direction, yeah, that's pretty astonishing. Unbelievable. Yep. Yeah, we're we're trying to move all of our infrastructure, all, all the wireless stuff, because we, we do a lot of apartment complexes and other applications. We're trying. Oh to move yeah. It. We're trying to move it all to ubiquity because we've had mm -hmm. some other products that just have not performed well, um, especially with obstructions, any penetration between anything, and then also reliability with them just kind of just. Sh Shutting down randomly, um, but I, I find mm -hmm. that Ubiquities have just really created an, an amazing product with a really good controller uh, infrastructure that they're, yes. they've been using. And they also just opened up the UNMS um, uh, cloud for free, so you can control all these things. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, yeah. Check that out. Yeah, sign up for an account, and you can do all that. Because I was doing hosted i was just spinning up a yeah. vm and just putting it on like yep. ubuntu but uh now yep. I, I signed up for cloud unms uh for free uh they just open it wow. wide it's wide open now yeah i would get a get an account with like digital ocean to host it and yeah, yeah and yeah, uh yeah. of a bunch of those well when i was sent to florida everything we did we basically pulled anything that was wi wireless 
out and mm-hmm. replace it with ubiquity equipment if it wasn't already there. Yep. Yep. What was even crazier was there was a warehouse full of um, access points that stopped working. Mm-hmm. And the technician I came, that came with me got about 90% of them working again. Mm-hmm. By basically, he would, he would you know, terminal into the, the device and, and uh, it was just, just took a, you know, a bit of finesse and got him working again. These were old, old APs that had been basically beat up. Yeah, it's amazing equipment. Right. What is, uh, what's a problem you're facing right now? And what is your proposed solution, John? Well, I'm cheating a little bit um, <laughs> in that regard. Uh, my biggest problem is consistent work. Yep. Um, which is kind of the nature of the beast because I'm, I'm not a managed service provider. I'm not... Uh, I haven't been able to turn, in, you know, networking rehabs into a, you know, forty-hour-a-week job. Um, so I'm gonna. My, my goal is basically to um, pump my YouTube channel a lot more yep. to where that is consistent. Um, so I, I, it doesn't help the this, you know, the the field too much as far as that goes. But um, that's that's what I'm working on. Well, yeah, and we uh, we were talking pre gaming, and uh, you're in Southern California, correct? Yes. Yeah, and and, and Stephen mentioned that you know come out to Middle Tennessee, like this area. There's no shortage of work. <laughs> so Absolutely. <I'd> be... <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, if you are not working in the mid state area, it's commonly referred to Middle Tennessee, uh, uh-huh. Greater Nashville area down to Chattanooga. It's because you're lazy. Yeah, you, uh, you don't want to work, or you're lazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you may not be doing exactly what you want to do, but you can earn a living. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And 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 probably at least some level of comfort in Middle Tennessee, and we are still needing more help. Man. Yeah, man. Come come on out for a few months, maybe, and uh, help us clean up some stuff or install some stuff. We we got some projects on the horizon. We're looking at doing some fiber uh, backbones with and. Sure. I mean, you never know, man. <laughs> yeah, I think the last big uh, big job I was doing out here was running uh, fiber. There was a um, um, a massive building, and and as it turns out, it was a whole block. Mm-hmm. And they just needed they they uh, I think it was all being renovated, and um, everything consolidated to one central place, and the lines were just too long. I mean, we're talking they were two thousand feet, three thousand feet of uh, length. And um, so we went in and put in long, long lines of, of fiber. Mm-hmm. And so it was, uh, how do you pull long runs of fiber um, without messing them up? Um, and we, we tried a cut. We tried one product that, that's, um, it's basically an armored. Um, well, like it's got a metal mesh wrap of, of armoring. Uh, so you can step on it and uh, you know, things like that. And it's fine. You still don't want to, you know, crease it or fold it or bend it too hard and that did not survive the pull mm. wow you it got to the point where you could feel it flexing you know as you're pulling like this is not good um went back to some old good old uh um you know industry standard um bundled cables and they just pulled fine um mm. so that was kind of interesting like trying newer we were trying newer uh products at the same time to see what happened and and uh, did not pan out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, jump in. Yeah. Yeah. 
So we, we talked we talked a little bit about the future and like what you're trying to do with 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 Fiber Ninja, the YouTube channel. Um, so I like to just kind of wrap things up with just talking about you know how we can we can help you or in, and just kind of tease the future about you know where we can find your work, um, John. Um, so where's sure. the best place to to check your stuff out? I'm I'm almost exclusively YouTube. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, I've I've got an Instagram going now. Um, it's kind of how I found you guys. Uh, that that I I, I kind of put stuff on there occasionally. I I do know this much. The the feedback that I get from from my viewers is that the thing that they love the most is the field videos, the field work. Yep. Um, that's what they like, and I don't ever expect to not be doing that. Sure. Um, um, that's what, it's what got me my popularity. The fact that people want to learn and, and want to know, you know, fundamentals and, and things like that. Um, I'm going to give them that, um, the, the networking fundamentals courses I'm, I've been, I've been working on that for almost a year, but, um, I'm never going to stop doing field videos. Mm -hmm. Cool. So yeah, yeah, that's actually I find myself sitting in my bed just until like one o'clock in the morning, just watching people getting after it in the field. Like I, I love those videos because I've, I've learned so much ever since I started Low Voltage Nation uh, just a few months ago, really. And uh, I've, I've just spent so much time on YouTube, you know, watching your stuff, John Fiber Ninja, mm -hmm. and uh, and and watching other people on, especially on Instagram. Uh, that's a pretty big platform for uh, for a lot of people. It was surprising to me too to see yeah, that. I, I've, it really I've seen is. A lot of neat stuff there. Yeah, and I've just learned. I've met so many cool people and learned and learned so much. And especially like today, I I don't know fiber that well. I know how to plug it in. I know how to just kind of run it. I don't. <laughs> I've never terminated it before. But John, this has been so incredibly insightful. And uh, thanks. Uh, yeah, I'm like I'm really glad that we got together today because. Um, we got, like I said, we got some fiber projects coming up, and uh, it's going to mm -hmm. kind of help me map out whether or not I'm going to be using fiber for these apartment complexes or copper. Uh, I might actually end up hitting up you and be like, "Hey, man, I got a question. <laughs> Can you sure, help me?" Call me so in. yeah, that'd exactly. be, yeah, I'm probably up anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a, you're a <laughs> night owl, so yeah, I am too. Yeah. I, I wake up at like six o'clock in the morning trying to get to the gym, but then I'm up at two o'clock in the morning till two o'clock in the morning. So yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a there lot was of work. a um, I was listening to an old NPR show and they were interviewing some retired water polo coach from a high school. And I'm going, what is, why, <laughs> you know, and, and, and I guess he'd had a huge influence on his students over the years and all these students were calling in and gushing over him. And, and then he goes, you know, I, every morning I wake up at 4am <laughs> and I look down my block at all those dark houses. And I say, yeah, I'm a victor today. I woke up before everybody on my block. <laughs> and I thought that's amazing because it's three thirty in the morning, and I'm still up. Right, right. And I look down my block, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm a victor. I stayed up past everybody on my block. We could be living <laughs> on the same block and be both victorious." Right. <laughs> That's funny, man. Yeah. Cool. Well, hey, uh, Stephen, uh, man, I appreciate you coming on. I know it's Sunday, and it's uh, you got a lot of family stuff going on. But did you have any other questions for for John, or are we we good to go? Uh, I think we're good to go. I mean, I, I just want to echo what Blake said. There's a, you know, really enlightening, you know, a lot of the stuff we have on the horizon here. Um, uh, we're even kind of introducing or being introduced by some of our vendors to fiber all the way to the end point in residential. Uh, one of the, oh, one wow. of the areas of our business is, uh, you know, fiber goes to the street and goes to the house, you mm -hmm. know, here in Nashville, everything. But now they're offering an infrastructure of doing fiber all the way into the structured wiring cans and all the way out to wall plates. 
where you wow. have the versatility of, of just saying, okay, we're going to put a fiber cord in, you know, we'll just plug in an HDMI in on the end of this one, and now it's HDMI. Uh, we're going to plug it into. Uh, we're going to plug it into. Uh, we're going to make this one an Ethernet port. Okay. Well, it has a different pop on. Uh, just a little fitting that goes on the end of that fiber, uh, fiber cord that's pre-made, and you can make it whatever you want to be, as long as you know the two endpoints are the same. So back in your structured wiring can, that you've got your mm-hmm. you got your your router and switch, or you've got your HDMI matrix, or or whatever it is you're going to do, and it's fiber all the way through to the house. Um, it has it isn't quite mainstream yet, but it kind of goes back to that future proofing. You know, mm-hmm. the timeline we were looking at is, you know, where is the uh, end of life for copper? And, you know, you, it depends on who you talk to. Some people say next year. Some people say it's going to be completely relevant for the next 7 to 10. Um, just, you know, that's kind of where. Oh, it's going to be relevant. relevant. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. The fact that, uh, you know, I'm still running or still not running, but still working with Cat 3. Um, <laughs> I've seen that recently. still being used. Um, typically with um, commercial sites, they are the redheaded stepchilds of, of broadband. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants to run broadband to a, a commercial building because there's only one customer. And I can you know, charge them four times as much and still won't be worth it because I could run a line to an apartment building or a, a housing tract and get 100 customers. And so they, they just don't get the feed. So well, what's there now? A lot of old phone lines. All right, we use those, and and we'll yeah. run twenty four DSL lines. <laughs> uh, you know, use up an entire twenty four pair cable, and send send DSL and bond it all together and give them a decent. But we're running on existing Cat three lines. Why why not? If it right. if it'll convey the lines and we don't have to run new ones in the inside these walls. Um, to think about how long. Cat six is going to last, uh, considering how far we're still using Cat three today. It's going to last for decades, mm-hmm. no doubt in my mind. Um, well, I'm gonna that, that's a, that's some good insight. So I'm gonna uh, stop chasing that one right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's been one of the now, things on the forefront for the last couple of weeks. Is like, man, do we need to change our infrastructure and how we work with these residential builders? Uh, and it doesn't look like we need to do it this year. <laughs> this year. Oh my yeah. gosh! Now, uh, in new construction, sure. Uh, it's it's it it ultimately winds up being cheaper. Um, it's it's people are charging more for fiber cabling because they can, but the reality is the raw material it takes to make it is far less expensive. That's interesting. Um, yeah, that makes and, sense. Though. And you don't have things like thermal expansion. You know where you right. where you have like a you have like a break in a copper line, and it and it kind of end to end. Uh, still touches once in a while when it gets hot in the day and it hmm. expands and it makes the. I had a phone line go out like that, so it only shut off at, at night. <laughs> yeah, because it would cool off and and disc and unhook. <laughs> right. um, you know, you don't have that kind of stuff with fiber. You have other problems with fiber, uh, but you don't have that. Um, you won't have the the same issues with with uh, um, electrical interference or, or crosstalk or any of that stuff. Doesn't exist. Um, right. So I mean, it has some you know neat stuff to it. Uh, and I definitely think it's coming, um, but man, copper isn't going anywhere. Hmm. Not for a yeah. long time. That's There's several generations of careers that are still going to be working with copper 
yeah, right from this point forward. We will always have jobs for the foreseeable future. That is reassuring. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I, mean, I think the, uh, the the word of the day on that is just, uh, you know, education and uh, upon the application. You know, there are yeah. places where fiber does fit better, and there are places where copper fits better. And just kind of know what you're trying to mm-hmm. do. Don't just push it because that's what's on sale. Yep. Well said. Well said. Cool. Well, hey, guys. Man, this has been great. Um, so thank thank you, John, for reaching out to me on Instagram and getting uh getting on the show it's uh it's been real man and we'll definitely i'm glad be- i did this too i, yeah. I, I was really nervous because i i'm i'm on my own most of the time so i'm like do i know anything uh, <laughs> you know a lot a <laughs> lot more than me for sure <laughs> so yeah this was this was reassuring to me that yes you you know a few things you're yeah okay. oh you know you sure you sure do you're, you're the expert on this subject and on this conversation for sure yeah. man oh wow thanks sure. yep well hey all right well uh Everybody enjoy their Sunday and uh, just keep keep getting yes, after sir. it. Follow the stuff on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. We're all over the place, and uh, and y'all check out Fiber Ninja on YouTube and Instagram. So thank you, everybody. Easy to find. Yep. Take care, guys. Thanks, Thanks you guys. All right, bye. Bye.